Today we are going to be talking about the legal landscape for 2023. I think there's going to be some pretty interesting developments, though there is a general downwards and sadder sentiment in the market with regards to changes happening quickly, as we have all come to know and expect with South Africa, unfortunately. But uh, Stefan gave us some really interesting insights today on what he thinks will happen with regards to cannabis laws in 2023. Without further ado, here's my co-host Dean and Stefan. I'm going to jump straight in and ask your opinion about the private clubs. Obviously, it's been quite big this year and next year, I suspect it's going to grow. But what do you see from the legal perspective with regards to private clubs? Hi, Andrew. Thanks again for having me. Um, You know, it's always very difficult to say with legislation. Everyone knows it's costly and that it takes time. Uh, An appeal court judgment is no different. Each party has to draft heads of arguments and There's a whole process that actually needs to be followed. Uh, And these things definitely can sometimes take time. So while we are very hopeful that, you know, uh, the judgment might come out in 2023, I think it would be wise to also consider an approach where we don't rush this. Uh, There is a tactic already in place for existing grow clubs. We've touched on the stay in prosecution before. And therefore, there is some defense or remedy to the people already currently operating the grow club. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you rush your arguments and try to, you know, rush a trial, you may well shoot, shoot yourself in the foot by now or later wanting to present evidence that you never included in your discovery bundle and therefore now cannot use in your trial. So I'm hoping that, you know, we rather take a proper uh take our time with a good approach and that our arguments will then be good enough that if you look at the appeal court judgments or the just the allowance of the of the the court admitted in itself that it could have erred in the reading in of the words any activity the constitutional court specifically referred to in the paragraph 85 that any activity to relation to the private growth should be Uh, or is inconsistent with the constitution. So, you know, I really think I'm hopeful that the team uh, would present very valid arguments. I have also been approached. I will be assisting on that as well. So I will be able to give you some updates Mm. throughout the course of 2023 as that develops. Uh, But I'm really, you know, from even someone who might be assisting on this from a legal side, I don't want to give anyone any false hope. You know, we've had COVID. We are still coming back from the repercussions thereof. The overcourt full court rules has always been an issue and is still going to be an issue for a while to come. Um, So don't be too hopeful, but we are hoping that hopefully by the end of 2023, if all goes well, Mm -hmm. uh, we could see a positive judgment, which could open up a whole new commercial industry for the for the cannabis space yeah super hopeful on on that point uh myself personally oh cool Stefan. so on the more more on the general legislation uh, rules do you think we're going to see any your predictions for 2023 do you think we'll see any uh definitions or, or changes or or maybe not nothing at all with relation to general legislation uh, I'm definitely hoping we're seeing some amendments to the definition of seeds. Um, this has now been a big talking point for quite a long time. 
And, you know, even in the master plan, that was something that was supposed to be addressed during the 2021-2022 period. So the fact that we haven't seen much amendment on the amendments of the Drugs and Drugs Trafficking Act, those Section 4 and 5, gives me hope to believe that it is not far away. Uh, but it could also be that they're just waiting for the signing of the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill for that to come into yes. law. Because mm. uh, that has also been predicted for the 2022 to 2023 year. Uh, yeah. While we all know the bill, in my personal opinion, might still be slightly defective, uh, you know, whether that gets signed into law or not would already be a step in the right direction and at least would put some black and white uh, on the table for us to consider and to work from. Mm. And then with regards to, uh, to more on a somber note, I guess, uh, there's unfortunately some people that are still dealing with arrests. There's some people still locked up. Um, there's some people still with uh, criminal records. Do you think we're going to see expungements and things like that happening in 2023? Any... Uh, expedition of uh, that process or do you think it'll still carry on arrest carry on and uh, lack of expungements carry on so i think if you look at the cannabis for private purposes bill it's we have to give credit where it is due it does make room for the expungements of previous criminal records i do not necessarily think this is going to be um something that is going to be fast-tracked if you look at the standard already existing procedure for getting a record expunged after 10 years, for example, or if you've got good reason, the, the systems are already in place for you to follow a certain method to get your record expunged. Hmm. I don't think yeah. this will now be necessarily priority cases over the rest. Uh, I do think the department might well prepare themselves for quite a an increase of these applications once the bill gets passed and people now qualify for one of these expungements. Um, but I do not think they will necessarily get a preferential uh, status when there's already a system in place for you to access that. Mm. It, 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 does that usually, on average, how long does it take for an expungement uh, at the moment? It's about a year? Depending. Yeah, I was about to say six months, uh, in my experience, if you've got good connections, um, because if you look at a police clearance, can take you up to two to three months. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, it really also depends on the severity of the crime. And, you know, like if it, if it really was a petty crime, white collar crimes, Mm -hmm. um, these are some of the things to consider. Uh, but I would say once the legislation has come into place, if it is minor possession charges, those should go relatively quickly mm -hmm. um, because a lot of them is even based on an admission of guilt uh, yes. and all the quantities have been weighed. So it's not in dispute that it was a large amount. It's also not in dispute whether you were dealing or possession because you have now admitted to the possession thereof, which is a lesser crime and therefore you know easily more easily qualify. So plenty of factors to consider, even the quantities naturally, um, you know, how much were you busted for in the first place. These things might take special consideration depending on the unique circumstances of each mm. arrest. Mm. 
Brilliant. Okay, and on uh, on our final point, uh, there's multiple subfields in the in the cannabis industry. Obviously, uh, specifically uh, hemp and CBD. Uh, do you have any predictions for for those kinds for some development in in the sort of the the lesser talked about or I suppose less mainstream subfields uh, in, in the industry? I don't see too many changes in terms of the legislation or the definitions that's now been come to end, but I do hope that we see a much more, I want to say, holistic approach when it comes to the already now uh, hemp permits. For example, are we going to have more clinical research for these type of products? We need some type of entrepreneurship uh, economy for all these small-scale growers, because I really think there is a, 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 I want to say, a consensus around the public that, you know, now that we've got the hemp permit system in place, nobody is actually too, too opposed to all the uh, permits that have been issued or in the manner that they've been issued. The problem now really only comes into what are we going to do with all this product? So if you could include some, you know, market developments where we could facilitate public and private sectors to come together, uh, even the international markets, if government can assist the small scale hemp farmers, uh, any kind of development and implementation of these user friendly market access points will be very beneficial to the entire South Africa. Um, and I think government really needs to now focus on allowing the South African people to access the hemp market now that they've put it in place, instead of trying to compete mm. with it. Uh, you know, I know they've got their own hemp projects on the way, and that could sometimes create a bit of a conflict of interest if you're looking at the public that's also trying to enter the space. So really facilitating and supporting some of the developments of, of the small scale growers, I really think could go a lot of way. Um, but yeah, that is the trade industry and competitions department or the <laughs> small business development department. So hopefully they will also come to the table and try and bring some of these unique innovations to the table. Agreed. Um, and then overall, uh, just positive negative vibes for next year uh you know just like intuition uh any any secret insights or anything like that you know overall you're feeling good bad uh where, where you're sitting i'm i'm always trying to be optimistic <laughs> and i will remain hopeful that there are greener pastures meaning speedier protocols but if history has taught me anything it is that we can should maybe prepare ourselves for the bare minimum which mm -hmm. could be uh, steps like the private cannabis bill being signed into law as it is uh, it could be in baby steps only the first time we ever see a possible commercial bill being brought to the table mm -hmm. after we've now uh, established what is private use um, so I, I definitely wouldn't expect too much uh, in terms of 2023, but I'm really hopeful in terms of the definitions of the seeds mm. um, that that can really open up a whole new pathway to hopefully speed track some of these other industries that are all being 
you know, uh, blocked by this one little definition of a seed, a cannabis seed. So I think really if we can work on those definitions, it'll pave the way for a whole industry to mm. come abroad in a much more speedy process. Brilliant. Uh, Stefan, thanks so much for your time today. Uh, we always enjoy getting a bit of a legal insight and hopefully uh, in 2023, we do see some of those progresses and some of those developments. And uh, hopefully at the end of 2023, when we see you again, we're very pleasantly surprised with how the, the year uh, went. So yeah, uh, thanks again and hopefully see you again soon. I, I wanted to also ask about the HCC and like the Delta 8s and like whether all of those are going to creep into the, the legal landscape. But I suppose that's got a, it's a bit of a mixed field. It's on the legal and it's also on the like extraction space. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with the, the hemp. Hopefully they develop some of the upcoming small scale farmers and things like that. It, it's, it is, it's just like, it's still, it's still biased. I mean, it's only for the guys with loads of money, right? Yeah. But the hemp, I think it's much easier to get a hemp permit. So mm. I think what, uh, uh, sort of Stefan was referring to is now we've got a lot of hemp permits out that were maybe given to small scale farmers, but how is everyone going to monetize these, these products, mm. you know? So I think what we're going to see is like a mass amount of people growing hemp and then all of a sudden having sort of large amounts of hemp fiber available or, or, you know, hemp product available. And then how do we then turn that into physical cash to, to sort of keep the, to grow that side of the industry, you know? And I think that would come, there's going to be need to be some kind of organization or, or, uh, you know, uh, some sort of maybe legislation with relation to how we can then drive those, those sort of products because everyone's going to be growing. And then all of a sudden there's just going to be like an overflow of product and then that will drive the price down. The same as what I suppose would, could potentially happen if we had an adult use industry that wasn't sort of, uh, that wasn't uh, correctly thought out. You know, you'd see mass amounts of sort of dumping and then mm. it would just kind of drive the price down. Um, it same was on pretty those, interesting. On those expungements as well, I think if they could expedite that because that, cripples you know like having a record for possession in a market where it's now legal to you know smoke and grow and makes no sense. Home is like is insulting and completely unfair you know it, it's i don't know how they can they cannot expedite that process i mean in the states they've actually done a pretty decent job of expediting it's not finished yet but they did they making they moves quick. yeah come on you can't make you know having your house green illegal yesterday and then tomorrow you know, now it's legal and you've still got a record, even though your house isn't green anymore. And it's like, you you know, they, they've been judging you based on prior standards and things that the society now agrees is fine. So you shouldn't be punished for something you did in the past when, it, okay, even though the times have changed, it's yeah, times have changed. It, it shouldn't be. So I hope they do expedite that, even if at the cost of some of the commercial stuff, like that really affects people's lives. Um, I mean, getting jobs, uh, you know, they can't. Jobs, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and also the, the current process that he was referring to sounded like, you know, he, he did say uh, with the correct contacts, so it does sound like if you're going to drive a current expungement, it does sound like it's a relatively potentially costly, costly mm. endeavor to get it done quickly. So how accessible is that currently to most people probably not not that accessible yeah you know yeah. to drive the agenda quickly so the government needs to allow for for you know that process to be maybe subsidized so that people can or ma a mass write-off you know if you had this many grams and these were the circumstances it's all written off you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need crazy computer systems for that though.
I wonder if it's all still in like a, a ledger. <laughs> yeah, that's also the that we put our faith in their record keeping and things like that. So yeah, it's going to be a bit of an interesting one. But uh, as always, guys, thanks so much for watching. Hopefully, you guys uh, like and subscribe. Leave your comments if you have any legal opinions on 2023. We'd love to read those. And until next week, peace, guys. Peace, guys.